0: today we take a look at the Cincinnati Reds Jim it's time to go home get your cheese coney on get your chili time on uh, there's a lot of stuff going on around the uh, the Reds it's a little bit of a rebuilding year uh, for this team Jim they finished dead last uh, at 62 and they hundred actually tied with the Pirates uh, both pathetic franchises they're 62 and hundred uh, in the uh, in the central last year. Didn't really expect a whole lot from them as far as improvements go. What do you think, Jim? Is uh, is, is this uh, is this making your skin crawl knowing that you brought this team a championship to the city and now? Ugh. Uh, they're
1: rebuilding and they're rebuilding the right way. And first of all, I you mentioned some of the staple food places in Cincinnati. I have to give. Uh, radio love to Jeff Ruby, his, uh, Jeff Ruby steakhouse, as well as the precinct and Carlo and Johnny's three of the best steakhouses in the country. They're all in Cincinnati. So Jeff Ruby, keep it going, baby. Uh, number two, got to give love to Montgomery and ribs. They're famous. They get shipped all over the country, including me down here in Miami. So I got to throw some love that
0: way as well Grader's ice cream too great don't forget Grader's. i was
1: i was getting to our dessert howard greater's ice cream the best homemade ice cream in the country also comes from the natty getting to the baseball team they're building it the right way and what i mean by that is you know they're doing the okay like like the nationals did and the cubs did and the astros did back in the day we're going to lose we're going to rebuild this thing the right way and then we're going to win it'll be sustainable that's the plan Orioles are almost there doing it. So the Reds are off to a really good start there. But for the big league club, yeah, they didn't do much this offseason. Some little moves, right? free agency. They brought in backup catcher Luke Maley. They brought in Will Myers on a one-year $7.5 million deal. Another backup catcher, Kirk Casale, and right-hand pitcher Luke Weaver. They made a couple of small, insignificant trades. Uh, They picked up Nick Solak in a deal with the Rangers. Uh, They picked up shortstop Kevin Newman from the Pirates. And, and uh, they also are quite outfield of Will Benson from The Guardian. So, you know, small moves, not a lot, Howard. Rebuilding year, that's what it is.
0: Rebuilding year, that is what it is, no doubt about it. Let me ask you a question. Before we get to the uh, to the starting position players, uh they bring in Will Myers. Um you know, obviously looking at a a former top prospect who, you know, injuries never really did anything. Uh, you know, Will Myers Or Cody Bellinger, Jim, who are you more likely to take a shot on late in your draft?
1: Not even a conversation for me. Absolutely, Cody Bellinger. I have
0: zero interest in Will Myers. The 32-year-old is done for me. All right. Look. Around the diamond here for the Reds. Behind the plate, Tyler Stevenson. He also qualifies at first. That's always nice. Kirk Casale backing him up. Uh, Joey Votto over at first base. Jonathan India, the former Rookie of the Year at second. Spencer Steer seems to be penciled in as the third baseman with Kevin Newman uh, at short. They've got uh, an outfield here of Will Myers, Nick Senzel, TJ Friedel. Jake Fraley is in the mix. He'll probably be in the mix for DHing as well. There's really, yeah, I don't know, Will Benson. Is there anything on this, uh, with the exception of Jonathan India, Jim, and Tyler Stevenson, is there a hitter on the Reds that you would like to own this year? In fantasy at all?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna park him. I'm gonna get a late in drafts, but Christian Encarnacion Strand. I'm gonna talk about him later in this segment, so hold off on him. But he he is my sleeper, and he's the guy you quietly take in dynasty. Now, getting back to what you said, Tyler Stevenson's a really good value at catcher. He's only gonna catch you know half the games. He's gonna play first. He's gonna DH. This guy can hit. And he's just never been healthy. If he's healthy, he's going to be a top catcher. He's going to be a, he's going to be a top 10 catcher in fantasy. He is. So I, I do like him. And Jonathan India. everyone got down on him because he was hurt last year. Go back and look what he did his rookie year. That's what Jonathan India is. He'll have a really good third year. Real value where both those guys are going. Only two, only two players, though, position player-wise, Howard, that you should really put your eyeball on to start the year.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, on the mound, there's actually there's uh, there, there's some names there that we actually do enjoy. Uh, Nick Lodolo, Hunter Green, the two youngsters uh, debuted last year very well, and now we got them uh, here in year two. Graham Ashcraft, uh, the number three starter. Former Yankee Luis Sessa uh, as the number four guy. And then you've got Luke Weaver, Connor Overton, uh Chase Anderson. More than anything more than Lodolo or Green? Yeah, I
1: think Ashcraft's in that conversation as well. I do. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I do like him as well. Look, he, here here's the problem with the Reds. They're not gonna win a lot of games. So if they if they go sixteen a hundred again, right? Or fifty eight and hundred and two, whatever whatever they're gonna end up doing. You know, you're not going to get the wins out of the pitchers and their ERAs. They pitch half their games in Great American Small Park, which means, you know, you know, what are we going to project the ERAs are? So when I sit there and I project and I like those guys, I can see Hunter Green and Nick Lodola having three eighty ERAs, and I can see them both punching out 190 guys. You know, I just can't tell you how many wins you're going to get based on the team. But those two guys in particular, yeah, I, I like them. Green's twenty-three, Lodolo's twenty-five, and I like Ashcraft some too. But again, in fantasy, I like ha- having pitchers that are on winning teams because of that W column. So if there's an equal pitcher that's that's pitching, you know, on a team, let's just say Luis Severino of the Yankees, I'm going to take Severino over Lodolo and Green because he's on the Yankees who are going to win ninety plus games. 90 Should we talk closers?
0: Games. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I like Alexis um, I Diaz. I mean,
0: can can we talk closers? Yes. Yeah, I mean Alexis Diaz. But love him.
1: Do you? Yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna lead lead the team in saves, and that's why I love him. And so you know, if you want saves late, like I do in a lot of leagues, I'll
0: have some shares of uh, Alexis Diaz because he'll get most. Not of even them. he's not even going that late. That's the funny thing when you look at the ADP. Alexis Diaz is actually kind of going in that middle group where you're seeing people start taking like David Bednar and 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 players like that. Yeah, he
1: belongs in that in that list. Yeah. I mean that is late this this time around for closers. So
0: all right, so he's one I like a lot. He'll convert. So Diaz, Lodolo, Green, Ashcroft, Stevenson, India. India. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. What about what's – well, all right. Well, I was going to say what's on the horizon, but you already uh, already kind of set me up here. Christian Encarnacion-Strand. Talk to me about him. Talk to me about some of the other prospects that we got on the horizon.
1: All right. First of all, for this year, Spencer Steers got a good chance of being the third baseman on opening day. Um, so that's something to get excited about, right? I mean – so they like him a lot, and I, I can see him with, you know, 18 home runs this year, 15, 18, he plays every day. So kind of an interesting name. The kid that's coming, L.A. De La Cruz, has the tools like O'Neill Cruz has of Pittsburgh. Like, this guy's just a monster. He's just a total beast. His tools are just coming out of his earlobes and nostrils and butthole. Like, this guy's, this tools are ridiculous. You walk in a room and you start breathing heavy. Uh... This is a guy that if you're not aware of who he is, you you better be, right? If you're a baseball fan, because th- this guy, th- I don't even know what to say outside of it. It's one of those toolsy guys that you just you just look at and you go, oh, my God, are you serial? Um, he's only 21 years old. But for those that didn't, didn't know what he did last year, how about 28 homers and 47 steals and hit 304? Okay. Now, he made it up to double A. Can he get to the show this year? Yeah, by the end of the year. By the end of the year, he can. So I'm paying attention to them. Okay, let's talk about the rest of the farm system, Howard. They're loaded. They got so many infielders, it's stupid. Noelve Marte, okay? Uh, This is one of the headliners they got in the Luis Castillo deal. Edwin Arroyo, another shortstop. Cam Collier, third baseman. I mean, we're talking all legitimate infield prospects. Steer, De La Cruz, Marte, Arroyo, Collier. And who is the guy that's turning all the heads in spring training? Enough so that I had to pick up the phone today and call the general manager of the Reds. I had to make the call to Nick Crawl today because all I keep hearing from scouts is <coughs> Christian Encarnacion strand. Well, I didn't have him on my radar. I was paying attention to Steer and De La Cruz and Marte and Arroyo and Collier. So who the F is this guy? All right, so here we go. You ready? Here's the quote Nick Crawl gave me today. I told him I was going to quote him. and It was on the record. He said, fine. So here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Great kid and worker. Solid hitter with a chance to hit in the middle of the lineup. He has power at all fields. Continuing to work on his quality of at-bats. He has played mostly third, but he's also played some first in camp. Needs to continue improving defensively at both spots. Has a chance to be a solid major league player in the future. By the way, this spring, he's absolutely crushing it. For those that don't
0: know, uh, he has turned heads. So, there you go. So that's a that's a that is a lot of uh, infield depth. De La Cruz at short, Marte at third. Collier is a third third baseman. Yeah, they're all and legit. And Strand is a third baseman. Arroyo is a shortstop. Steer is a third baseman. So we've got all of these middle infielders here, or you know, guys who can move around. And I'm sure that you know some corner and and middle infield switcheroo could go on. So then let me ask you the question here. You know, usually at this point, when we break down the team, we talk about their front office, how aggressive we think they're going to be uh, in order to make moves happen. So I guess really the question that we have to ask here with the Reds is that of all of these position players, of all of these starters that we're looking at right now, who are the guys that are that are most likely to be sent out via trades to pick up, you know, just say more prospects? Because there's obviously, this isn't a team that's going to compete, and yeah. Guys like you know if you've got all those infielders, how much rope does Jonathan India have, and can they get rid of guys like Newman and will Myers are they you know Senzel are they uh going to be worth anything on the market do they uh do the Reds wheel and deal to get even younger?
1: They'll keep trying to trade for more prospects if they can, but you know what do they really have to trade is your question, and it's a good one i mean i I think they hope will Myers is a good first half so they can move him. If all of a sudden Kevin Newman or Will Benson, you know, had good years and they're movable, sure, that would make sense. They're not going to move India. Uh, but they would move Fraley. They, they you know, they're not gonna be able to move out of his contract. He'll finish his career probably as a red at this point. If Weaver had a good first half, he'd be in the conversation. They might trade a reliever like Lucas Sims as the season goes on. Uh, but they're 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 not gonna be trading for more wins, they're going to be trading for more prospects. And is it it possible they do a prospect-for-prospect deal where they trade one of their infield prospects for an outfield prospect or for a pitching prospect? Absolutely, and that's what I would kind of look for for them. They'll also take a couple of these prospects and their infielders and do what they did with Senzel and make them an outfielder as well. So they're trying to stockpile athletes and and try to stockpile um, hitters, and they're doing a good job of it so far.
0: Yeah, listen. A lot of room for them to uh, to maneuver to get rid of some of these guys, and uh, yeah, listen. If they have themselves a good first half, that's why you know I always look at a guy like Kevin Newman. Uh, you know, he's not he's not a terrible. He's a, he's a good shortstop. He was fine and he was serviceable in Pittsburgh now you put him in Cincinnati and maybe the the ballpark dimensions kind of get a little bit more favorable and you get a good couple of you know couple of months out of Kevin Newman and then deal him in fantasy and just you know and and, and hope that he gets traded somewhere else in the uh you know in at, at the deadline and then it kind of kills his value so just something to you know, think about maybe maybe we can call that a, a little bit of food for thought uh, Jim before we wrap up our uh, coverage here of the Cincinnati Reds one sleeper one bust who you got
1: yeah so I'm going with a sleeper right back to the guy that I'm trying to put in everybody's heads uh, as, I, as we talk about the Reds and that's Christian Encarnacion Strand because that's what the scouts are talking about that's what the Reds are talking about I want to give a little more background on this sleeper okay last year he played at three teams in the minor leagues okay and at the 3 levels, it was 31 doubles, 32 homers, 114 RBIs and he had 304 and was on base 36% of the time with a 587 slug. This spring in major league camp, he's 12 for 20 with 3 homers and 10 RBIs. My sleeper is Christian Encarnacion Strand. My bust, I hate to do it for the second year in a row, because I drafted him and he's the last active player that oh, I drafted no. in my career. Oh, you're but not. I've gotta I gotta tell you anyone that thinks Joey Vado's got anything left. Come on, guys. He's gonna be playing at thirty nine years old. Last year you saw him at two oh five with eleven homers. Look, he'll always be able to hit and he's always one of the best personalities in the game and one of the most cerebral guys you'll ever meet, and he's a dog lover, which means Howard and I love him. Um his contract's over after this year. The 24 option's not being picked up. This is the uh, goodbye season for him, and it'll end like Miguel Cabrera's will in Detroit.
0: Yeesh. All right. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is the Cincinnati Reds. As always, we appreciate you listening to the Front Office Insights. It's why we got the GM, baby. FantasyAlarm.com slash MLB Draft Guide. Make sure you get your copy today, including the MLB Cheat Sheet as well. All of that free of charge. Just go to FantasyAlarm.com and take care of it there.